Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest from the border, how House Republicans are spoiling for a fight. Number two, House Republicans look to probe the Biden family associates. And number three, an aide to former Speaker Paul Ryan is making the fundraising scene in Montana. All right, Jake, let's get into it. You have been at the border out in Texas along with uh, about a third of the House Republican Conference. And by all measures, it appears that they are digging in, spoiling for a fight, and we are hurtling towards a potential government shutdown. Yeah, a few notes here, Anna. Uh, let me just give a little context. We talk, uh, We wrote about this in the PM edition last night. So um, I was in Eagle Pass, Texas, with about 20 or so percent of the House Republican Conference yesterday, and Speaker Mike Johnson, uh, and a lot of security, <laughs> a lot of Capitol Police, Border Police, uh, Texas uh, uh, Department of, of, I guess that would be safety. I don't remember exactly what that's called. Um, they were at the border in Eagle Pass, Texas, which is the was the epicenter of um, uh, migrant crossings. It is literally, Anna, about a uh, baseball throw from the uh, Mexico border from you know from Mexico right across the Rio Grande and um, so a few things to note number one Speaker Mike Johnson said publicly on Twitter or X I guess it is uh, that the federal government cleared out Eagle Pass yesterday uh, uh, people who were kind of camping immigrants who were camping out on the US side uh in large numbers because lawmakers were going there. Uh, I have no evidence to believe that's true or false. It clearly was, I, I saw yesterday, it was a lot less uh, hectic than the media portrayals have often made it seem. Now, that's number one. Number two, um, many of the people on this trip had been to the border before, and a lot of Democrats remarked to me that this was a media event. There's no doubt. There were, there, it was there, it, part of it was a media event. You know, every a lot of things members of Congress do in Washington and at home are media events. Bringing 60 members to the border is both a media event and an opportunity to hear from Border Patrol, uh, uh, border security officials. Something interesting happened, and then we'll get into the meat of this. I was, yes, uh, you know, at the end of this day, uh, Johnson was having a press conference with a bunch of House Republicans, and they were all complaining, or a bunch of them were complaining to me, that the government had told the migrants or had told the cartels, I don't know who they were basically saying, but to not allow anybody across the border today, not have anyone illegally cross today. That would be yesterday. Uh, and that during Johnson's press conference, a family of, I believe, four, uh, I posted a video on my Twitter account, um, crossed the Rio Grande like feet from where Johnson and House Republicans were speaking. Um, and were taken into the United States by border control, by border patrol officials. So it was just a very interesting scene to see this happen with Johnson, uh, just and House Republicans, Jim Jordan, Mark Green, all these senior House Republicans, just feet from the Rio Grande River. I thought that was interesting. Do you have any thoughts on that? I don't know if you do, but do you? Yeah, yeah, I got thoughts on all kinds of things, Jake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't I know it? <laughs> Never a shortage. Uh, Listen, I, I 
The fact that lawmakers are coming to the border for a press conference or for a media event, not surprising. This has been going on for uh, years and years and years, ever since uh, we've in Washington have seen lawmakers try to come to some sort of, uh, you know, kind of pathway forward on immigration, on the border. I, I do think that there there seems to be a shift, though, you know, from this, uh, you know, kind of we're, yeah, we're, let's get into the news now. This is the news yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> that that to me is 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 the more the more important thing, right? Where you kind of detail in this morning's top a, a, a look at how House Republicans are really digging in on border security and not as it being part of some kind of foreign assistance package to assist Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, but to be tied directly to funding. And government funding, yeah. and that comes into focus, you know, January 19th. That's right. So here's the deal. So this was, it seemed for months or the last couple months um, that the border fight would be on the foreign aid package. It is now seems to be creeping into the government funding discussion. The interesting thing here is that Republicans aren't really looking for more money for the border. They want policy changes and they want HR2. They're very restrictive border bill, period. That's interesting to me. They're not looking for billions of dollars, although I'm sure they would probably in some cases take it or or, or be okay with giving it. They want this on the government funding bill. Now, listen, Jim Jordan said to me yesterday, there's two, the, two dynamics here. Number one, the shift in goalposts, I guess, to, to, to the extent that there are goalposts. It's a shifting in goal, of goalposts, shifting in strategy, number one. Number two, we have Jim Jordan and Mike Johnson basically making the case that HR2 is the only way to get this thing done and to secure the border. HR2 is not going to happen. So so this is going to be a diff, this is just a harbinger for a difficult January and February. Now, um what Jordan said is Biden should should declare President Joe Biden should declare uh, an emergency at the border. Number 1, if he doesn't do that, pass HR2. I might have those orders flipped, but he, yeah, he, number three would be um, he should insert into every or Republicans should insert into every spending bill that, quote, Americans cannot use taxpayer dollars to process or release into the country any new migrant, period. That's, jo that's Jordan's belief. That is going to be very difficult. I hate to tell you that's going to be a very that is going to be a very difficult dynamic getting in to twenty. Uh, the first two months of 2024, this is going to be a big challenge for House Republicans, for Congress, and uh, we'll be all over it. Well, and you think about it, when you're, the position that they are staking out right now is not tenable, right? You have a Democrat in the White House. You have a Democrat-controlled Senate. The fact that you have in the Senate negotiators, you know, James Lankford, the Republican from Oklahoma, and others uh, on the Democratic side— going back and forth, trying to find some policy that is certainly not going to be as stringent uh, you know, or as tough on the border as H.R. 2 or as some of the more conservative Republicans want. Um, th this isn't a negotiation you know, where you see a pathway forward where all of a sudden, OK, everyone else in Washington is going to come uh, to the same position as House Republicans here. So there's going to have to be some step forward or else they're going to be they really seem like House Republicans are backing themselves into a corner. Yeah, I, th I think I, I don't know how they're going to get out of this. I almost never I say that a lot, but this is going to be a very challenging month.
and with a very untested new speaker. Uh, So that's another dynamic to watch about how he and his staff uh, navigate not only his own conference after kind of staking out this position, uh, but also how he is kind of that pressure is put on uh, him when it comes to uh, the cross chamber dynamics as well. All right, let's move to the number two story of the morning impeachment tracker, Max Cohen, who has been covering this uh, for us for months, has some news here about GOP investigators poised to interview Biden family associates, Jake. Uh, the House GOP committees conducting the impeachment inquiry are closing in on interviewing two associates of the president's brother and son in the next two weeks, a new phase in this ongoing investigation. Yeah, listen, this is a um, the important thing to know here. So that it's uh, uh, two, two folks that are uh, important to the investigation. But most interestingly, it's Joseph Langston, a uh, lawyer who uh, previously represented Dickie Scruggs, a great book about Dickie Scruggs. Uh, that I think you should read with the name I'm forgetting, but um, he real is, helpful, uh, he real was, helpful this yeah, morning, Jake. We'll come back to you tomorrow morning with the with the book. I, 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 <laughs> no, I'll just look it up now. Um, who was part law partners with um, with uh, James Biden, and uh, but the important thing to know here is that um, the House Judiciary and Oversight Committee say they're going to be done with all their investigations in January. And um, they should, uh, and and this is, and then they'll have to move to make a decision on impeachment. So that's the big thing to understand here. This is just another step in that process. And we'll say this, that book is called The Fall of the House of Zeus, The Rise and Ruin of America's Most Powerful Trial Lawyer. It's by Curtis Wilkie, a very good book. Put it on your 24 reading list, folks. All right. Uh, Also, George Burgess, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, Hunter Biden's uh, the guy who helped him in his artist career. He owns a gallery in New York City uh, where he's shown a number of Hunter Biden's pieces is also someone that Republicans have long sought to. Uh, investigators want to probe into whether any of the buyers of Hunter Biden's art sought to curry favor with Joe Biden as a result. Uh, Comer and Jordan sent a subpoena to Burgess on November 9th to appear for a transcribed interview. Interesting next steps in that uh, investigation. And let's move on to the number three story of the morning. We've got some news on the money game. Tim Sheehy, who's seeking the GOP Senate nomination in Montana, is appearing at a fundraiser hosted by a former top aide to former Speaker Paul Ryan, Jake. Yes, that is um, Ashley now Galt, uh, who's married to Wiley Galt, former Speaker of the Montana House. Ashley Galt might be known better in Washington as Ashley Strong, who was Paul Ryan's uh, spokesman for a big chunk of his time as the uh, Speaker of the House. So uh, very interesting. And uh, Montana is beautiful this time of year, isn't it, Anna? I love, I'd love to get out there. So, um, you know, maybe I could probably might have to put myself in for, for covering some of this race here. <laughs> put me back in coach Jake. I'm ready. All right. We're having too much fun this morning. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like the daily punch, please share it on social media. Tell your friends about us. It is the best way uh, to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody.